What's up, dancers and dance lovers? This is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. I'm Taylor Bradley. And I'm Alex Yankovic. We host an open conversation about the dance entertainment industry, striving to educate and inspire. Brought to you by Inside Dance Magazine. Find us on social media at Inside Dance Podcast. Or write to us at InsideDancePodcast at gmail.com. Let's Let's take take it from from the the top. top. I always get nervous when you start laughing before you push record. I have never not laughed. Every time, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Every time I'm I like, push what is somebody, she doing? What is she thinking? I've never once been like calm. I'm always pushing it and going <laughs> background like giggles. a mouse. Yeah. What's up, everyone? Welcome to our wonderful podcast, Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. That is my giggly friend, Alex Yankovic, and yes. I am at Taylor Bradley. And we're super excited to have you today, and we're super excited for our amazing, amazing, phenomenal. amazing guests today, um, hailing all the way from Georgia. Uh, it is a very good friend of mine that I grew up with, Miss Khadijah Wilson. You may recognize her from um, recent projects such as Spirited with Will Smith. Nope, not Will Smith. Will Ferrell <laughs> and uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Is that right? I always yeah, get yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah. and Ryan Gosling confused, which is like... Yeah, they're completely different, but that's the truth of my brain. It's um, hard. They're Ryan's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ryan. Um, in addition, she has danced for just about every musical artist you can think of, including Beyonce's Formation Tour, uh, Sierra, Pharrell, um, and is just really, really wonderful and talks about her journey of slaying the game. Um, so be sure to stick around and listen to all things that Khadijah has to say, because it's just so inspiring. Yeah, it truly is. Like, I love that interview again, just so like ready for my day. Um, I have a couple of things I wanted to um, say. We had a couple DMs of people asking us some really great questions on our Instagram, and we promise we will get back to you um, very soon. But uh, keep sending us your questions because there were some. We up. Had, yeah, we had posted that video. Um, of Taylor in one of our intro episodes, I think like two episodes back, saying some amazing knowledge bombs, dropping some knowledge bombs. And so I think that um, other people had a lot of questions, you know, sort of about that and like their experience in the dance world and the struggles. So keep um, DMing us and I promise we will get back to you. And then I also wanted to say a huge congratulations to one of our like very first guests we ever had, Jen Stafford. Um, they, uh, she just had the premiere of Avatar that she's been working on for a couple of years and she just had the premiere last night, I believe, or if you're listening to this on Wednesday on Monday night and she looked absolutely beautiful. I'm so happy Yay. for her. And it's like intense to like be working on a project for so long and then years later, finally see it. So huge congratulations to her. Um, one of our very first guests and it's, it's so cool. Yeah. We love to see, we love to see the journey of, um, all of our friends, but especially people that we've had on here, um, just continue to to work and you know inspire and and do the damn thing. So it makes me it makes me feel like we need to have her back on and do like a reunion episode. Yes, yeah. Space, I, but we could do that with so many of our guests. So um, yeah, for sure. Maybe, <laughs> there's a yeah. There's some some value in that. Um, what should we talk about today, Alex? Well, I'm getting into the Christmas spirit and I got Not my pictured. Alex nails. showing her nails. <laughs> I got my nails. Snowflakes, look at you. My lady was so sweet. She was like, do you want to design for the holidays? And I never do stuff like that. And I was like, I totally do. So my She's ring fingers. Crazy. Yes. My ring fingers have snowflakes. And um, I had destroyed my nails because I had like booked this gig last minute. And it like literally it was like nine o'clock. 9 p.m. And then the next day I had to be there at um, 7 a.m. And we were going to be showing our hands a lot. And I had, I this was so last minute because I'm normally super prepared. But well, I had- Is this the gig I think I want to congratulate you on? Oh, no, this is a, I think this is a different one. Okay, great. <laughs> well, then finish your story and then I'll get to your congratulations. <laughs> I was wearing black gel nail polish and like, sorry, we've just entered um, manicure- podcast territory rather than dance territory but i guess it goes hand in hand but um usually your gels like it's like a a nail polish that's just really thick and it needs like a month before it can start like easily Mm -hmm. coming off and i'd only had it on for like a week and a half two weeks and you better believe i was like dipping my fingers in rubbing alcohol and like scraping everything off but that like destroyed 
the acetone like aluminum yes. finger alien moment yeah. yes but i did it without acetone and apparently cool. yeah and um <laughs> so it destroyed my nails and so now i'm just in regular nail polish we could definitely edit all this out because literally this is not a visual podcast for this no episode. i'm thrilled though i like it it's actually it's a fun challenge it's like can you make it auditory and um yes yeah, i think i'm enjoying it i want to congratulate you on you're amazing commercial for Target. That oh, thank you. Aired. You know, I know that you posted on your um, social media, just like the little quick short version, but um, I want to hear about it. How was that? Like rehearsal? Rehearsal? I know, rehearsal right? Process? Like for, for actually, this is a, a this great, is great topic for gigs like that, commercial gigs that aren't dance. Yeah. Honestly, I've never, well, that's a lie. I've done a few like <laughs> the attorney, a few things like that, but uh Tell us about that process. Like, was there any sort of rehearsal or like, yeah, <laughs> I would pick up the groceries and take them to the car. <laughs> right. I am going to one day post a side by side of what I tape self taped. And then what I ended up doing um, in the actual commercial, because my self tape was so extra. I was like dancing in my bedroom, decorating my bedroom with Christmas decorations, like passing boxes and like smiling to the camera. Like it was so elaborate. And basically you do all of that so that they can guarantee that when you get on set, cause we had no rehearsal, you literally like wait around all day in makeup and hair and wardrobe. And then immediately you head into the set, which is so wild the way everything's set up. It's like being in a black mirror episode. It's like, everything is so clean and clear and you are completely separate from the production crew. So it's like you're on your set and then there's a wall and then 20 people behind the wall watching like a broadcast of you just oh running gosh. these takes. And it was like no rehearsal there. And that's why I think the self-tape was so elaborate because they literally came on there. Like, okay. You're going to go five, six, seven, eight, push one, two, head nod, three, four. And then we tried like a fist bump and a smile. And like you do all the things, but there's like no time to rehearse. So you have to be like fully there. Like, they tell you it once and then they direct you from there. And it's so different than anything I've ever done before. Cause I'm used to having like hours of rehearsal and then you feel like golden on the day of. And like, I just was like, wait, am I being like me right now? Yeah. Like, it was fun though. Like I, I love commercials. I love, it's a little bit like, dare I say, I mean this in a positive way, soulless, yeah. Meaning like, it's not like blood, sweat and tears. Like it's literally just like show up and like make sure the product looks amazing. And I love that. Like, I love how meticulous the whole setup of everything is like every last detail, every last hair, like every single take we did, they'd be like, all right, last looks. And like, they would move my sleeve up like an inch above my arm and like fix yeah. like one strand of my bang. And I, I love that. I think it's really, it's really different than anything I've sort of done before. So that was a long spiel. (laughs) No, no, no. Well, and I asked, but uh, yeah, the it's so interesting, like film and television, because as we always say, film is forever, right? So there's a lot more like care and uh, attention to detail that goes into it than like a live performance, I think. Um, But yeah, it almost feels like so in like like neurotically paying attention to detail that you feel like you're living in like an episode of like. The Stepford Wives, or what's that movie yes. that show where everything is so like robotic and perfect, and this is yes. great, but it's also just exciting and fun it's to get fun. to do that, you know, and like live in that parallel universe of 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 Target. Totally, totally. <laughs> and um, a funny story is, so I get this co- this uh, critique a lot, and I've really worked on it a lot the last like year or so. But it's really hard for me to keep my mouth closed when I'm dancing, and it's because just like the way my like mouth and my lips are shaped when I close my mouth, like my normal resting is like open. When I close my mouth, it brings up, you know, the little nerves you have in your chin. Yeah. The like pointy things. When I close my mouth, like it shows. So I always keep my mouth like relaxed and open. And (laughs) on the day of the shoot, like we had done like 10 takes and they were like, all right, one more again. Alex mouth closed, Alex mouth closed. Like they're like yelling it over like, like nicely, but like over the mic. Cause I can't see anyone. Like you're yeah. literally like in a room by yourself. It feels like by yourself or with your team partner. <laughs> and so I was laughing about that. I was like, I have never like everything I've ever done. People are like, okay, let's do it once again with your mouth closed. And I'm like, this doesn't feel natural, but I'm getting better. <laughs> That's funny. It's uh 
uh i can relate not necessarily to the ma- the mouth closing though i do dance i'm a i'm a breather when i dance and sometimes Same. i'll like exhale like too much and it look you know it's anyway getting off no i here, that's yes, why yeah that's why i drink like a gallon of water because i'm mouth breathing all day <laughs> every day <laughs> um the one uh i just ended up doing actually with mitch we both got booked to do uh, oh my god this, yes like lifestyle shoot for uh a uh, hotel on the strip anyways it was so funny and i've never done anything like that um that's so fun where, you know it's like just promoting the property and like oh you're at the gym or oh, you're laying out by the pool mind you it's 50 degrees and we're laying by the pool drinking a frozen pina colada but <laughs> that's fine um you said 19 degrees one nine yeah no i said um did I say 50 degrees? I don't know where you got names. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, don't listen to me. <laughs> Losing my mind. Um, no, but uh, you know, like the joke, like the like uh, meme or whatever, and it's like just like stock images of like girls laughing at their salads. <laughs> that is totally, that was me. I was the girl and like just completely like the server would put down the salad and I'd be like, <laughs> like, thank you. Cause it's like the overacting, not acting balance and like, yeah, it's it's and it was a hoot. So you had <laughs> yours was keep your mouth closed and mine was Taylor, stop laughing at the salad. <laughs> and I totally get why they have like that's so cool that you all got to do that together. But it also just makes ev- it makes your life easier that you like already know this person and have chemistry with this person. And it makes the production's life easier too, because they're not trying to like force chemistry, which I think is why I feel like everyone tries to book friends. Um, people who are friends with each other relationship with each other like it just makes the whole thing like much more natural and less like robotic because the other parts aspects of it have to be robotic if that no makes sense. yeah and it's so true and i even um for those that don't know mitch my fiance is like uh he's not a performer he is 100 muggle of um <laughs> yeah just not in the performer world but uh very handsome very talented um and uh he- <laughs> It was just funny because he is he he's so far removed from the industry that he's almost like innocent and doesn't know. So I feel like right. he was probably things were easier for him because right. he's not like, uh-huh. and now I'm going to take a sip of this. But uh oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Yeah, we were thinking about that and saying like it's so nice to have this to be like doing this with you. Like oh my gosh, I imagine how many times uh that you have to like have a fake family and a fake wife and all that. And it's just like so funny that you like meet that person, then you're like, like supposed to portray that you're like in love with them or right whatever yeah so yeah, much, no that's a blessing i'm talking for sure. in circles here but i'm agreeing with you that yeah it's definitely definitely it makes much more sense with that established relationship and chemistry so, yes um i mean we were going to talk about yeah <laughs> that wasn't at all what we were planning on talking no, about but that, I, that worked it's, out it's really pertinent and look, Is that the this word? all came from your nail color selection which reminded me of your target commercial so <laughs> full circle baby but I love on that it. note, um, should we just slide on over to our interview with Khadija? Let's do it. All right, y'all stick around. You guys, I'm so, so excited for today's episode because not only is she an amazing performer, you've seen her literally everywhere and so many projects that she's been up to lately, but she's a hometown gal like uh, yes. l- like myself uh, from coming from uh, Northeast Georgia. Please welcome and joining me to our podcast, the wonderful, the beautiful, the talented Miss Khadija Wilson. It's so nice to finally meet you. Although it's virtual, I've heard so many great things about you. So how are you doing? Where are you right now? I am doing great right now. I'm in LA. Um, Just wanted to train and keep my training up and keep my body motivated for whatever's next. So right now I'm just in LA figuring it out. Amazing. Yeah, I made that really confusing in your introduction. Sorry. So uh, (laughs) Khadija and I go back to, we grew up together. dancing at similar dance studios but um you know it would always be like weekends spent either at conventions or competitions or as we got older it was audition rooms and stuff so yeah um i'm super excited to have you on because i feel like um excited to dive into the parallels and differences of our journeys being from the same place and kind of where we ended up now but um yes living in los angeles california 
killing the game. Um, but before we dive into that, let's go back to our Georgia roots. I want to ask you, obviously, I know the answer, but can you uh, fill us in and our listeners on where you're from and how did you get into dancing? Yes. So I was originally born in Turkey. I'm a military brat, but I was raised in Atlanta. Um, I got into dance by, I was always a super active little girl. Like I was such a tomboy. I was the fastest runner, like in my school. And my mom one day was like, do you want to dance as we were driving by a dance studio? And I was like, sure. And I just kind of stuck with me ever since. I love that. And you said you did conventions growing up. So I never did. I only did competitions. I think I did like one convention. Which is funny because now you teach on conventions. I know. I know. <laughs> it's so crazy. So I think it's why I'm like, oh my God, this is like such an amazing world. Um, did you like that you had that competitive uh, and convention life growing up? Do you feel like it helped you for all the amazing things that you're doing now? Or do you wish you had maybe like a more like conservatory type of upbringing? Convention 1000% helped me. I think actually conventions made me fall even more in love with dance because I was able to like learn routines with other people, but see how they interpreted it. And then I fell in love with them and how they saw, how they told their story through dance. Like I loved conventions. Convention, anytime we had a convention competition, those were my favorite weekends. I love that. Yeah. And it really does. I wish I had had that because it gives you the opportunity. You're in one class of like, okay, maybe I'm not going to like this. And then you come out, you're like, wait, that was kind of awesome. And then immediately you're switching gears and you're doing something completely different. But each person who teaches you is like a master in whatever their style is. So it is such a blessing. Yeah. There's a lot That's of knowledge. Awesome. To so cool. no, Sorry, no, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. Uh, yeah. I feel like as a, a adult now in a professional conventions really are like adult life in the dance world light version like I love what you said that yeah not only do you get to um see and be inspired by other dancers but it's not just the end product it's how they get there because really you all kind of start from the same same position and it's so you're, you're getting the same information but it's how do you interpret it and how do you separate yourself in that crowd which hello is literally the rest of our industry <laughs> Yeah, and just like you said, it's it's a lightweight version of a working job because when you're going on tour, mm. you're learning one routine and then you you're the next choreographer comes in and you have to learn a completely different routine. That's a whole different vibe and you have to be on top of it. And so it is it yeah, I love conventions. Did you yeah. move did you move straight to LA after uh high school or did you stay in Georgia for a while because I feel like Georgia has like phenomenal work yo they all year off. long <laughs> they I don't even know like I look back at it now and I was like oh we was like just the beginning just the beginning of like film and television when we were still there back in like late 2010s but yeah it's 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 popping right now Georgia I see you yeah, no. Atlanta is my home. I will forever live in Atlanta. I still live in Atlanta right now. I'm literally in an Airbnb in LA. Like I'm not living in LA right now. Uh-huh. I still live in Atlanta. So I've lived in LA for like two years. That was right before the pandemic. And then when the pandemic hit, I was out of here. I was like, what? I don't know what's about to happen. So I moved back to Atlanta and I've been working out of Atlanta since. I love working from Atlanta because when they want me in LA, They'll pay for it. So let's go. Yes. Um, can I ask a financial question with taxes? Does Georgia do um uh state income tax? Or is it yeah. just so okay? So it's similar to California, but I know like Nevada, Nevada doesn't. Yeah, no, have, I think Nevada I, I guess, is just like the weird, like the one exception <laughs> of like uh what I wish was true for everybody. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely a plus of living in Vegas. But I wanna I want to know, how does that work? Like, what's the actuality of you being bi-coastal? Like, how much time would you say you do spend in Atlanta? And how much time uh, would you compare that with LA? And what's, like, the job situation? Like, like where do you find yourself getting more gigs for? Okay, I'll be completely transparent. This is a story that I feel like a lot of people have wanted background information on. So, like... Yes, I live in Atlanta. I get a lot of work in Atlanta. But I was working on a job with my Atlanta agent. 
And I told my Atlanta agent that I wasn't happy with that job. My Atlanta agent completely understood. Was mm-hmm. like, I completely understand. Like, even on my side, things are crazy. So, you know, I was like, if I do get another job, I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. Period. Because uh-huh. I wasn't happy. Another job came. When I say I manifested this job, like, down to a T. Like, I wanted to be gone for a couple months. Everything. Like, it came in. All the perks were perfect. The job came in. I told my Atlanta agent, I was like, you know, this job just came in. I want to take it. He was like, let's take it. I was like, um, but my LA agent got it for me. And he dropped me right then. Dropped me right there. Because my, because he wanted to be the agent on that job. I Mm. said, okay, cool. Ever since then, I've been home maybe four months out the year. I've been working in LA. I've been pushing myself to keep going. I did not let that stop me. So I feel like if I want to work in Atlanta, I'll work in Atlanta. But I really wanted to prove to myself that I could do this. Like, you're not going to stop me because of that decision, which was so selfish on your part. But I also understood. I also understood. So he's not a terrible agent. He was doing what he thought was best. And I still love him to this day. We've always had that kind of relationship where we're like, brother and sister so there's no love lost like I still love him to this day it was just like business and I understand like after months I understood so yeah I feel like I work more right now in LA but I also love working in Atlanta I love that you were transparent about that so thank you so much and I think I love your attitude about it because first of all you've reached a point in your career where if someone drops you from something like it's not for you, it's like not yours and it's all good. Like you literally can like put your hands up and you're like, all right, that's okay. But also to have the like intelligence and awareness that the agent has their job and their job is to be making money off of their roster. So if that's not going to be happening, like, and that's okay. And that's facts. And I love that you have that close relationship with them. So I think it's so good if we always sort of keep that, in our minds of like, yes, you can be, be close to your agent, be communicative and clear, but like realize that it's also transactional and it's also their job. It's also your job. So yeah, I love that attitude. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think so many people will take, take that really seriously. It's that, it's that weird relationship that you have as a young dancer where you're like, I don't know anything and agents, everything that you do is perfect and right. And not to say that they're not, cause more often it's, not that, that not they are and they do have so many connections but it does get to a certain point when you've been working and you have a leg to stand on and be like mm, either no i'm not going to take that gig thank you very much or yeah i see my trajectory going a different way because you have your past and um your your resume of how you got there so far that you're not necessarily so reliant on that agent but it's such a tricky conversation to have because you're like ah i deserve more but ah thank you for getting me here but like Wow. So uh, I have so much respect for you for handling that so eloquently in the way that you did. Um, But it is, it's, it's so true. The dancer agent dynamic can be so like cringy to like (laughs) dissect, you know? Absolutely. It's definitely a tough one. I get asked all the time, like, do I need an agent and how do I get an agent? I feel like people should start with, make sure you research your agent make sure you ask around how is this agent what do they do for you like things like that really really matter because your agent is crucial in your in your um in your career if they are not well liked by sag or not well liked by choreographers it's probably they're probably then the choreographers probably aren't asking for them or asking for any of their clients Mm -hmm. so you want to definitely do your research on your agent not saying that that had anything to do with my agent he was a great agent but i'm just saying people need to start asking more questions like that then how do i get an agent then you can go to that question 100 100 um, um i want i sorry taylor i really want to know it. get in there i really want to know what one your like very first professional job was it could be Let's like when you were, i was gonna ask okay oh it could be God, like when you were like eight tough. years old like it could literally be like gap fashion show or like what was your first <laughs> ever you know you got money whether it was ten dollars or a thousand <laughs> or, or twenty thousand <laughs> Yes, my very first professional job. I remember it. It was a music video 
And Kiki Eli put me on this music video. This yes. is why I felt so much respect for her. I love her. She put a lot of us on our first jobs. Let it, let it be known. It was a music video she put me on and it was just a blast. It was like, okay, like my first professional job. Okay, I think I can do this. So I still thank her. I still thank you, Kiki, still to this day for that first job. I love that, especially because music videos are, I would say, like the most fun to watch, but I feel like the least glamorous (laughs) of the shoot <laughs> production they are quick and the, like man. shoot days are not glamorous at all compared to like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> let me tell you music videos are my least favorite jobs it's long hours normally somehow it is always freezing it's always always so cold. <laughs> oh my gosh let me t- oh so i was actually before my second leg of john i got asked to do a music video and I was like, oh, that means I have to come out to L.A. earlier. And I just think L.A. is so expensive. Me staying at Airbnb in L.A. For <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go. <laughs> but I just think L.A. is so expensive. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to go. Like, I'm already, like, on this job. Like, I really shouldn't do it. I didn't go. And it was for Chris Brown's music video. Oh, oh my gosh. Did you not know prior to uh, committing? No, I would have oh. went. Oh, I'm so hurt about that. Oh, that would have been so fun. Also, have you all seen the the videos of the AMA's rehearsal? This oh. is a whole this is a whole nother topic, I guess, that we can get into. But like I just was having a conversation with someone this weekend. I don't understand how so basically they were rehearsing you know, for weeks for this AMA performance, then they didn't get to go because it was like creative direction didn't approve it or whatnot. But what I don't understand, and I'm glad, you know, the dancers booked it and like they get paid for that, that rehearsal time. I get that. But why is it so late in the game that they're, it's like, just kidding. I mean, I feel like you would be able to give me more insight on that, but it just seems sad to be like, here's all your rehearsal time. And then you don't get to do the show because it doesn't fit into the show and I probably I'm missing a lot of details of the story. Sorry, I'm getting so sidetracked. It's just no, but it's it just true. happened last week. It's true, and it's so frustrating that it's yeah, like you said, late in the game, like there had to be a trickle down effect of like, okay, one person didn't do their job and get this. Who yeah. didn't get the one signature? Uh, and maybe it was but, like a personal. I don't know. I don't know what that situation was. It's a bummer though. Uh, I definitely don't know all the details. I do know when it comes to like dancers. Yes, that. But because that watching the rehearsal for that, I got super inspired. I was yeah. just like, wow, like this is incredible. This is another level. This is what we need to see on these on these stages. But luckily, at least the artists still put out the rehearsals. At least the yeah. choreographers still put out the rehearsals and still gave the dancers their credit because sometimes sure. a lot of times that's all we need to to keep going and to get our next jobs. We just need that credit. We need that. We need that footage. So it was. It was beautiful of them to still put it out, and it still got the recognition uh, as if it was on AMAs. So that's and amazing. it honestly got more recognition. I feel like than the things that got to perform. Not to take away from that, but like I feel like everybody's talking about it. And everyone like saw how great. The, you're so right. Everyone saw how amazing the rehearsal was. So everyone can like imagine it and appreciate it for the hard work and honestly sometimes things look better in rehearsal than or yeah it's like something but it's better than nothing you know yeah that's true yeah it was beautiful Um, beautiful Hadija, i want to uh backtrack our professional timeline here because i know that you mentioned um working with john uh john legend for our listeners listening and i want to dive into that but before I have to have to have to ask you about your process and experience dancing for Beyonce. And I know this is such a close to home moment for Alex because she's she's a mega fan in every way, shape and form. So (laughs) can you shed some light on that and talk about your experience? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So ah, this story is always so crazy when I tell it. So as a dancer, we go through the ups and the downs. I was going through the downs when I first started, like before I started B. I had just quit dance. I was like, I don't want to dance anymore. So I went to hair school, hated hair school. I was Uh, out in the car, like watching dance videos every day. I would get in trouble because I wasn't in, but I was just like, I hate it here. So like, um, um, 
what's it? Someone came in at lunch that was giving a lecture and they said, I don't remember anything about what they were talking about, but I remember he said, it's okay to put all your eggs in one basket. Did not return after lunch. Left for lunch, didn't go back to hair school. Within like maybe a week, I got a call. It was a picture, a picture audition. I had red hair. Whatever it was, I was like, I'm probably not going to get this. I had this bright red hair. I was like, oh, goodness. So I ended up getting called, and it was for Beyonce. And it was for Super Bowl. During Super Bowl, I was, this is at a time where I was completely, completely broke, did not have any money, just flew out to LA. And this was my first job where they had a dress code. And I didn't have any black clothes, couldn't afford to go get some because all that was around me was Target. And Target is so expensive. Couldn't afford an Uber to go to a cheaper place. Like, so I came, I still have my, my bright red hair. I came in in all gray. Not only are they recording the rehearsals so that she can see it, she comes in sometimes and I am sticking out like a sore thumb. And I'm just like, wow, this is terrible. This is the end of my career. It's been a great run. But if anything, what I ended up doing, instead of just focusing on that, I came in like God put me yeah. in that rehearsal. I was just going to say. <laughs> I came in and danced my heart out. If you're going to watch me, you're going to see me killing this choreo. And from those rehearsals, they started watching me. And from those rehearsals, I ended up booking the tour. I was with my Atlanta girls. And all of them had their flight information to go home. And I didn't receive mine. I was like waiting for it so that I can tell my parents. (laughs) So I can tell my parents like when to pick me up from the, um, from the airport. And I called my dance teacher. I still call her for everything to this day. I called Becca, Becca Moore. And I was like, you know, I don't, I haven't gotten my flight information. So I can't figure out like what's going on. She was like, I think you're going to be one of Beyonce's girls. I was like, ain't no way. Not me. No way. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up calling the person that was dispensing the flights and they were like, we have to stay in audition for the tour. And I said, excuse me? So we had to stay in audition. The audition was, I mean, it was very rigorous. Like the girls that stayed from Super Bowl, we had to audition with so many different girls and keep going. Like nobody's spot. I didn't ever dance like my spot was safe. So some of the girls, um, yeah, we had to stay every single time I had to do the routine or any routine. And there was like, during, when she came in to the rehearsal, not the rehearsal, when she came in to pick the girls, we had, I think it was eight dances in a row. I was exhausted, but I was always the First person ready after each number, go grab my shoes. I'm ready. What's next? Ready to go so that she, you, you gonna see me. Mm. And so after the rehearsal, I got the email and I called my parents and I was like, oh I'm God. going on to Beyonce. And I mean, I just got chills because it's just, I remember it like this, like it happened yesterday. I was playing Jenga with the girls and I think some of the girls already knew. So when they saw me getting the call, they were like watching. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like never, never thought that could have been me. But yeah. I want to cry. And so I, I used to have, um, I was like, I don't have Facebook anymore, but my Facebook like cover photo was Beyonce's, um, it was from Super Bowl. Uh, when I, cause I remember that performance, I was in my sorority house and we were all watching it on the TV and it was that Super Bowl performance. I remember I like screenshotted something, like set it as my like Facebook background. So we're, did you do the Miss Carter tour? I think it was the Miss Carter tour. Is that the correct? No, I did the formation, formation tour. Oh my gosh. I can't. It's amazing. I am like, like such a, such a huge fangirl. And I like to this day, I tell people like, there's nothing like a Beyonce concert. You could, you could not be a fan and you would be like, this is the best concert I've ever been to her utilization of her musicians, her dancers, like everybody is, is highlighted and shown. And like, you can tell it's just like, she wants everybody there to make it happen. Even though she's like a queen, like, yeah, that's incredible. And like, no, I feel like those stories just do not happen often. And it's so great that you can have that forever like no one will ever be able to take that away from you 
It's amazing. Yeah, she definitely, I definitely love the way she utilized us. Like even um, we did BET Awards with her and she was like, I want the dancers to walk the red carpet for me. We didn't know what was happening, but we were in, it was for, like, we were still giving, you know, like the formation type vibe with all um, the different hairstyles and we weren't allowed to say anything. We just walked and we just walked and people were like, I think those are the Beyonce girls. I will never forget that as well. Like she allowed us to walk the red carpet for her. She, she invited us to her birthday party. Like she really let us in. And she's such a nice and inspiring person. Like I became even more of a fan working with her behind the scenes because I saw how hard she works. Like she would be like, okay, can I go eat now? Like working, like I just, she's so inspirational. And I know a lot of people are already inspired by her, but when you get behind the scenes with her, you're even more inspired. And that's such a blessing too, because there's nothing worse when the opposite happens. Oh my so, gosh. <laughs> and it's like pulling And your idol is like... like... Oh. And yeah. then you have to dance behind someone that you're really like not a huge fan of. But <laughs> uh, clearly, I'm so glad to hear that that wasn't the case. Um, but was this... Had you been on tour before? Or was this your first time touring with an artist or I guess touring at all? Um, no, I, I went on tour with B.O.B. That was my first tour. Oh. So Beyonce was my second tour. Oh my gosh. I remember B.O.B. I remember, I remember B.O.B. We had to dance to so many of B.O.B. songs, I think back in high school for yes. like, <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. Was, I love that. It was B.O.B. and Wiz Khalifa. And at the time I loved Wiz Khalifa. It was um, Orange Juice and Kush, I think the album or the band. It was so good. Like, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, I, I really imagine. For someone who has their first, uh, first tour let's say tour what advice do you have for someone it's their first tour what's like one piece of advice you can give a new dancer first tour make friends make friends because this is your this is going to become your family this is who you're traveling with um times are going to get rough you never know what's going to happen you want to make sure that you make friends and you also want to make sure that you have a good relationship with your agent just in case things go wrong you know like hey, do you mind speaking um, for me on my behalf of this or of this? Um, also, what else? Just always making sure that your mood in the morning, whatever you need to do, if you need to wake up earlier, making sure that your mood is contributing to like a better mood of the group mm-hmm. because it's so easy with so many people on the job. It's so easy to get into that negative space and then it trickles into other people. So you want just you just want to make sure that you're a joy to work with. Love that. I love that. I love that so much. Is there anything that you noticed uh, specifically different between your first tour and your second tour? Like, I would imagine my first tour would be like, okay, learn how to pack your bag. <laughs> uh, uh, and second tour, I feel like, yeah. It, it, is is there anything that um, any advice that you'd have even for veterans or 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 something that you wish you'd done better? I know that was like a nine part question. I'm so sorry asking. Honestly, we're going to rebrand the podcast. We're going to rebrand the podcast. Um, Taylor and Alex, I usually (laughs) want to like open ended questions, like 10 different topics. (laughs) Alex, Taylor and Alex's 10 question podcast. Yeah, 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 for real. And if not, if, the, if if there's not an answer to that, that's totally fine too. But this is just coming from someone who's naive and never, I've never been on tour. And so whether it be just like a smaller like bus situation or I have friends, you know, that have done international tours where you're flying here and there. And so, um, yeah. I will say my mental. I'll say mm. my mental. I feel like the first, the first tour was a bit shorter because the um, formation tour got extended. So the first tour was a bit shorter. So I was, I was, just having fun. The second tour kind of um, tested my mental a little bit. I was reading a lot. I was wanting to um, really upgrade myself, but I also took it a bit harshly. Like I was very hard on myself when I could have just had fun at times and just Mm. enjoyed what was happening. I would say on your tour, enjoy every second of it because there's nothing like touring and you never know Like, I feel like a lot of times as a dancer, we feel like we should have this entitlement of, oh, I dance with this artist. So whatever they do, I should be on. But we don't we don't have that. 
it's kind of like, you know, if you're right for this job, then you'll be on it, but you're not going to always be on that job. So I would just say with each tour, completely just slow down, enjoy where you're at, enjoy the city, enjoy the people around you and get to learn like other fields. Like the lighting people are always excited to teach lighting. And like, if you have a live band, go try and learn a new instrument, like really take your time and enjoy. I love that. I want to definitely get into um, talking about Spirited, which by the way, listeners, that's coming up, but, and I can't wait to watch it. But before we do that, I want to talk about, um, sorry, I just realized I actually muted my mic. And while I was just oh. <laughs> celebrating over here, cause that movie is so good. If you have not stop what you're doing or like keep us playing in the background and also go on Apple TV plus and throw it on because it is such a well done movie with an amazing cast and incredible, incredible choreography. So oh, I just, I, I can't sing, sing more highly of it. So I, anyway, I started Alex. crying when I watched the video of Chloe teaching um, Ryan and Will how to tap. Have you oh. seen that video? I was crying my eyes out. I was, I like watched it in the morning. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> This is amazing. But before, because I want to leave us on that note and we'll get in the Christmas spirit. So before that, tell us about uh, this uh, residency that you're doing right now and sort of how that came to be. Audition wise. I was actually on a different job when I got the call about the John Legend residency. And when I got the email, I was not available, but I mean, somehow my fingers typed available. <laughs> uh, we love when that happens. <laughs> and I flew out for the job. So um, I didn't have to audition. Um, I had never worked with this choreographer, choreographer before, but I really have always wanted to. Um, I've heard great things about him. His reputation is amazing. And getting to work with him was incredible he the way that he handles everything is so beautiful it was such a joy working on that entire job like it's definitely been one of my favorite jobs of my career yes it looks amazing like everything that I've seen from it just is incredible so yeah that's got to be definitely like one of those like things that you didn't probably realize was a bucket list thing. And then you're like, even though you wanted to work with that choreographer, but then all of a sudden you're like, wait, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it really was amazing. That is beautiful. And you said you guys are returning for a second leg, right? We're all about pitching our friends here. So uh, what are the dates? Do you have those? And you'll be back in Vegas. So we finished all three legs. Oh, okay. Excuse (laughs) me. I'm sorry. So I just finished my third leg, which is why I'm here in LA. So I was just like, well, LA is just right there. So I'm going to just go chill for a little minute. Um, But they are talking about us returning for another residency. So we shall see. We love love that. that. I want to know, even in the few examples that you've given, um, I feel like you've always gotten work while you're working, which I feel like is such, it's the dancer's dream, right? To have your next gig lined up. But how do you balance that? And how do you, uh, what's your advice on a dancer trying to do the same? Like, how do you find yourself staying present in your gig, but also being like, okay, what are we doing after this guy? And how do you be a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How do you be ahead of the curve? How do you be, my words are escaping me, but you know what I'm saying? Proactive. Thank you. Got it. Wow. Proactive. So I actually, this actually goes into the documentary that I just watched, It's um, which I highly recommend. It's a Jonah Hill's documentary. I think his name is Jonah Hill, the comedian. Um, it's actually a documentary on his therapy session. I've seen just, yeah, I've only seen clips from TikTok. I need to watch the whole thing. <laughs> it is so good, but it's, it's mostly about working on your life's force. So which I have my, I started a um, vision board last night and I have it actually written down right here. So Let's your go. life force, <laughs> the bo- you, it's like a triangle. The bottom is relationship with your physical body. If you give that your all, you'll feel 85% like better if you're feeling a bit down. 
The second one is your relationship with others. And the top is your relationship with self. So anytime you're feeling lost, if you focus on your life force, your relationship with physical body, others, and yourself, it kind of just raises your vibration. So I would say instead of when you're on a job, instead of thinking of what's next, because now you're in this maze, this whirlwind of like, you just stress yourself out pretty much thinking about mm-hmm. like, oh, what am I doing next? You're not staying present and enjoying what you're currently doing. Instead, go in and focus on what you could be doing now to, so that you're ready when that call comes in <clears> so that people will start to look at you and give you that call. Make sure you're doing your yoga, Pilates, or working out, or what your meditation, or whatever you like to do. Make sure you're still doing that. Make sure your relationship with your friends on the job are strong and things like that. Make sure with yourself that you're aligned with what you're supposed to be doing and things like that. Instead of going outward and thinking like, what can I be doing next? Go inward and think of how can I be prepared for what's next? That's so true. And I think it's all about, we talk about vibrating at a higher frequency. And when you do all of that work, I know everyone sort of, you break it down so lovely because I feel like everyone generalizes, you got to be doing the work. You got to be doing the inner work. And sometimes like, what does that mean? (laughs) Tell me what that means. And the way you break it down makes so much sense. And I think we forget like how much of that, finding that high vibration makes, it's an energy that people can't, can't really describe, but that they can feel and that they want to work with you again. And it's sort of, everything sort of flows together. So I love, I love that you say that. And I think that's honestly all in all great advice. Um, what a documentary or what platform is the documentary on? Because I will be watching this at some point this weekend. I believe it's on Netflix. Perfect. Okay. Adding it to the list. I I've seen the clips of it and what I've seen, I'm like, oh, I need to get into this. But I was thinking it was just like a Vanity Fair interview. I didn't realize it was a documentary. So this is really exciting. It's so good. I have six pages of notes. Yes. We love that. It's incredible. Um, so what are some other, um, if any, let's, let's try that again, Taylor. Khadija, I want to know what are some other, uh, some other gigs or professional experiences that you've had Um aside from the ones that we've discussed, is there anything that stands out or do you have a favorite job? Um, obviously the, your, your story and, uh, and past of dancing with Dion with Beyonce is so inspiring, but is there anything else to you that personally that was like, Oh, that was a fun one or, Oh, that one is close to home. Working with Nicole Serginger from, I'm, oh! I'm still not even sure if I'm speaking her name right. I don't think anybody does. I honestly. <laughs> I mean, growing up, I always wanted to be a pussycat doll. I was just like, they can sing, they can dance, they're hot. I was just like, wow, sadly, they broke up during our time. Yeah. But working with Nicole, like, she is so fun. And the way that she cares for her dancers, it is just so nice to be around. Like, she always takes us to, like, the craziest countries. She took us to, like, Azerbaijan, which I've never even heard of. It's just so much fun with her and performing like the performance is always like on the water and it's beautiful. The Azerbaijan was a private birthday. Like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) She is just so fun. And then I actually do want to touch on this because I think a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't, um, a job that I feel like I wasn't necessarily ready for. I feel like I needed a bit more work personally was the Sierra tour. I went on tour with Sierra. It was amazing. It was great. But I feel like I wanted to push myself a bit more and up my level. And I personally don't think that I was ready for a Sierra. No one else thinks that, but it's just something that's in my head. But I didn't let that deter me. I still was just like, well, I'm still going to enjoy it, but I feel like I could do better. So each night I'm like, working on different routines, trying to figure out how I can do this better, how I can do this better, how there are going to be jobs. Oh my gosh, wait, because I cannot. Oh no. Okay. Well, let, let's see if we can maybe, ah, darn. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Do you have her? Oh wait, you texted the group. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Let me check. Oh, perfect. She's back. 
I'm like, hold on to that thought. That was so good. <laughs> Cause I don't think that was, I was like, did I X, is it possible to X people out? I don't think so. Yeah. No. <laughs> is it say reconnected? Yeah. She, yeah. She's joining, but it hasn't. Okay. Wait, it's coming on, on a different, um, she's probably switching between, there we go. The suspense, though, it was like, oh, I, I know, I was like, you this cut. I was like, holding on to that, hold on to that thought. <laughs> Hush. Okay, sorry. Right. When I touch my when I touch my headphones, it ends the call. I forgot. Oh, now we know. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Yeah. Technology. We were on a cliffhanger. Okay, sweet. So yeah, hold on to that thought <laughs> and just literally pick yes. up exactly where you were. So I cannot go through this question and not mention Pharrell. Working for Pharrell was definitely one of my favorite, I get chills, one of my favorite jobs of my career as well. Because the girls, like, in rehearsal, we were pushing each other. Like, it was just, uh-oh, oh, I touched him again. <laughs> <laughs> we were just, like, just hungry to have a great performance and so like I feel like each time we did it it just got better and better and better the costumes were amazing the job was just so fun he was fun that was definitely one of my favorite jobs I cannot not mention that oh that's amazing I hear great things about Pharrell as well Mm -hmm. like just such a such a such a sweetheart I also want his like his skincare line I've heard amazing things about as well he's just like altogether rock star that's amazing I love that. Absolutely. Khadija, I want to know what is your advice? Um, Obviously, you have such an amazing resume and rightfully so just from somebody that's known you and grown up with you and seen your work ethic and seen the energy you bring to a rehearsal space from competition days into working with you as an adult. um, It's no surprise that you are so successful. But I want to know what would you say? Or maybe your top three things uh, for any young dancer that's hoping to pursue this career in commercial dancing. Hmm. Top three things. Number like, one is perseverance. Okay. For sure. You have to have perseverance because things are not going to happen when you want them to. And things are not going to happen how you want them to. You could literally have someone like I could mentor someone. And I could take them through every step that I went through and their career path is going to still be completely different. So perseverance of just keeping, keep going, even when things get hard. Like I said, when I quit dance and went to hair school, came back and was on tour with Beyonce. Like I've, I've had my ups and downs with dance, but every time I come back, I come back stronger. I come back like, okay, bet. Like me and dance have a relationship. It can be you know, a little salty at times on both ends, but (laughs) we come back and we just love on each other. So I truly love dance. Like you have to have a love for it. Second thing, your relationships. So like your relationship with your agent, you know, have those talks with your agent, Have have the talk of like, what could I do better? What If I want to take this route, what do I need to do? I want to do this. What do I need to do? If they tell you you need to have better pictures, don't be upset. Go get better pictures. Or maybe you need to have better videos. Or maybe you need to build relationships. So, And then having the relationships with the people around you. You know, make sure you're a good person. A lot of times in our generation, I mean... The population of dancers is huge. Everyone is a dancer nowadays. So dance isn't the only reason why you're getting booked. Are you easy to work with? Are you enjoyable? How do you get along with the girls? Like if we're going on tour for a year or two, are you the one that's causing issues? Like no one wants to work with that. So make sure that yourself is aligned and that you're ready to um be in that position you know if you're not a huge people person I am not a huge people person I like to be by myself um I've had social anxiety since I was a little girl like anytime I talk like I don't know if you could tell I still have it anytime I would talk to people I get very very sweaty 
because I have very, very bad social anxiety. Like anytime I would teach class afterwards, people will be giving me compliments. I'm like dripping sweat because it's just, <laughs> I get so I feel that. like, it's just so crazy. But like, <clears throat> still like when I'm out, I'm present. I'm, I'm still like a very kind and loving person. So you got to kind of figure out how you can be you without being fake still be you and then Mm, the third thing i would say hmm, the third thing i would say i'm gonna say because i feel like this is big as well um your health like Mm. your um what is that word i'm looking for oh my gosh okay maybe it'll come to me but your health like how do you smell it's a different word I don't know what it is it's okay sorry continue how you smell how you (laughs) like how do you smell like how is your how is your um your regimen like make no no not (laughs) right I love it it's a catchphrase demeanor your um the way you carry yourself, your rapport, your reputation. It's definitely along the along the lines of the way that you carry yourself. But there's a word that it'll come to me. I'll probably yeah, yeah. end up texting you, Taylor. Yes. <laughs> but literally, the way that you carry yourself um, is very, very important. Like when you're in rehearsal, make sure that you have your wipes. Make sure that you have deodorant. Make sure that you have spray because rehearsals can go from 12 to 13 hours long. And then at the end of rehearsal, all of a sudden you hear the um, the artist is coming in and it's just like, OK, woo, you know, you got to throw on a little bit of makeup. You got to make sure, you know, you don't want the artist walking in and the room smells or you look crazy or anything like that. You know, you always want to come in looking well put together. That doesn't mean yes. you have to wear makeup. It could be just, you know, slip your hair back or make sure your hair is well put together, you know. Um, whatever you need to do to make sure that you always look presentable is very, very crucial. Very, very crucial. Um, taking care of your skin is very crucial. Uh, taking care of your hygiene. All of that is very, very crucial. I think we we should do an episode on personal hygiene because this is actually, <laughs> there is no lesson from per, on personal hygiene for dancers. And it's like the people, we need it like the most. I think we forget how much we're like using sweaty shoes and reusing them without cleaning them again. And like not changing out your undergarments often, not having Breath these things mints, in your bag, a, a little travel toothpaste, toothbrush, like it it's actually a huge i love what you said about the wipes too like even just like the oil blotters like every like we need an episode on that like i'm truly inspired by this because we actually don't talk about it and your dance teachers kind of teach you but not really because no one wants to offend anyone or like have the tough conversation but it is a conversation that like especially when you don't want to offend anyone with your bo you know what i'm saying and you're talking about working with an artist like you're so Right. And it's not talked about enough at all. And I feel like that's like the, un, like, that's one of those things that like, oh yeah, I got fired from, I don't know, Mariah Carey because my breath smelled like garlic. Like that's one of those like stupid stories that you would hear, hear but you'd rather, <laughs> you'd rather not be that person and learn about it. So totally. I fully support like a three-part series on, on looking good, feeling good and smelling good. But yes, yeah. I've definitely been wanting to like have that conversation even like with hair like I've definitely been wanting to have a conversation with black women in hair because a lot of us don't you know we get on set and a lot of people don't know how to do our hair and so now Mm -hmm. we're going on set or we're going on camera with our hair looking crazy because Mm -hmm. the hairstylist didn't know how to do our hair but a lot of times I'll do my own hair or a lot of times I come with about three, four wigs with me. Like I did for spirited. I came with about three, four wigs to make sure that I always, I like to always be represented as a black woman. So mm-hmm. as a yes. black woman, I, I'm always going to have like a texture in my hair. I'm never really going to have that straight silky hair because my hair always is kind of kinky. So I make sure like, Hey, I'm not trying to overstep. I'm just letting you know I have a couple wigs with me. They're textures. I just like to be presented in this way rather than this way. You know, so it's just, I definitely 
have wanted to have those conversations because they are hard, hard conversations, but I would rather have that conversation than walk on set and be uncomfortable and self-conscious because I don't feel like I look good. Now I can't give my all. Exactly. Now I can't dance the way that I want to dance because I'm feeling like, like I want to be covered or yeah. whatever. And I think it's, yeah, it's an amazing, uh, and necessary conversation to have about also making sure every makeup artist and every uh, hairstylist is all from all diverse uh, knowledge because, and that's just so important. Like you have to have that and it's not really there yet. I feel like I've been on set multiple times where I'm like, wait, what now, now this person has to do their own hair and they're probably not going to be compensated for it, but they're spending the time having to do their own hair because no one else is able to do it for them. Yeah. It's serious. So I think, and I would definitely add that to my, just to piggyback exactly off what you're saying. I would add that to my, the new dancers that are going on set, always bring your makeup, always bring your Mm. hair stuff, you know, try and ask what the hairstyle is going to be because if it's slick, if it's a slick hairstyle, bring your gel, bring your comb, just in case you need to do it. Always put yourself in a position to win. That way, that's how you become even easier to work with. Like, totally. I have no issues. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. So, yeah, bring, always bring your makeup. Yeah. Um, that's so true. And it's, yeah, if you can eliminate any factors of being that person, then you're going to be that person that's always rebooked in a good light. So make make your life easier by making the people who's hire you jobs mm-hmm. easier, right? Um, well, Khadija, I want to um, end on a holiday and festive note and dive into your experience with Spirited, which is y'all dancing. Y'all are dancing <laughs> in that movie and the entire movie. And I love... Because, you know, it's like if you ever, Mitch, my husband, hates watching any dance movie with me because I'm like, oh, there's Caitlin. Oh, that's Will. Oh, there's Khadija. He's (laughs) like, okay, I get it. I get it. You know people and you work with them. But you guys not only were in the dance scenes, but like used so much as actors, as extras, as like throughout the entire movie. So I'm going to shut up and let you talk about it now, but I'm such a big fan of it. (laughs) Yes, Spirited was amazing. It was what had I just done? I had just done something and I had gotten the audition um, like through a blast email. I didn't even read. So one thing about me is I don't read the whole audition. I read like, <laughs> how, where is it going to be? How long is it going to be for? Once I know that I'm out. I saw six <laughs> months in a whole different state. I said, I'm out of here. I want that audition. Um, ended up booking it. I wore like during the, like, so it started with a video audition and it was tap and jazz. I had to stay up. All, I hadn't tapped in so long. I stayed up all night the night before. Did not go to sleep until I got every step of that tap. Katie Carroll, where are you at? <laughs> Katie Carroll. <yeah. laughs> and so literally then the next audition was a Zoom audition. I wore like this. I like went to Rainbow and got like this. It was a two-piece set, but it was so bright and colorful. So I was just like, oh, y'all gonna see me like in one of these little squares. <laughs> Did the audition, prayed about it, end up getting the call. Um, and it was just such a blast. Like every job, especially if it's gonna be a long-term job, every job has its has its ups and its downs. Mm-hmm. Every single job, no matter what. It could be the best job, there's still gonna be downs. It had its ups and its downs, but as a cast, we got through that together and we all will never forget that job because we just had each other's backs. We kept going. We, every dance scene, like we were dancing our heart out because it was just, it was fun. It was just a lot of fun. You know, we were all in a different state. We were just, you know, and then you have your nights when you, you, even with the downs of the job, that's when you become closer to your friends because you go get a glass of wine and you just talk about it and you just realize you look up and you've made sisters, you've made brothers, you've made family on a job that could have went left, but you guys just made it go right. It was yes. just, it was just so fun. Like, and I just made friends for life on that job. Like, I will genuinely never forget that job. That's amazing. That's so and where can everyone watch it? 
It is streaming on Apple Plus. It just got released in theaters. And I'm not sure where else, actually. <laughs> I will be going to the theater because I am someone who Please. I like every I wish I had in the theater. I, I go by myself at like 10 a.m. on a Sunday and I'm like, what movie's next? And so I'll be seeing that in the theater 1000%. That's so amazing. And like, I, I can't wait to watch you shine. I've seen the videos of you in it and I, I just can't wait. That's amazing. And the huge congrats. It's gotta be so fun to like have done that last year and then be like, Oh my God, it's here and we can watch it. That's so cool. Fun fact. We actually, I think I'm pretty sure it was during Spirited. We had interviewed Brandon O'Neill when he was, yes. when you guys were shooting. And so he was like, well, I can't say what I'm doing. And now I'm like, oh, okay. I know what you, I know what you were Christmasing in what, I don't know, like May or whatever it was you guys were filming. But um, <laughs> no, seriously, that cast is like, I'm so glad that's actually makes my heart so happy that you said it was the people because there's so many kids in there that we grew up with and convention kids and kids I say kids. We're all like 30. What the hell? When did that happen? But kids. Seriously, kids. there's it's 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 equally as fun for me to like point out and see all these people and what you guys create later in life. You know, what started as just like in a convention ballroom at the Hyatt Regency in Atlanta. And now it's cool to be like, wow, this is the group that's working. Like this is these are the people that we all used to, you know, be in cahoots with when we were 14. And it's so cool and full circle and rewarding to 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 see that and i'm sure at that own that doesn't hold a flame to the experience of being there and doing it so definitely definitely check it out guys go see spirited um in theaters if you can but if not apple tv plus and khadijah i am so happy i could sit here and keep talking i feel like you have so much knowledge and so many aspects of the dance world like we could keep going forever and ever but um uh I just can't thank you enough for for your time today and, yes, and, and what you've discussed. Um, so thank you so very much for that. Yes, thank you for having me. It was a true, true, true pleasure. Thank you so much. Yes. Beautiful. And then thank just to, to, to wrap up here, where can our listeners, if they want to stay in touch with you, say what you're up to, what's the best way to do that? Do you have a website or social media? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at HoneyBits. And yeah. Awesome, guys. Definitely Amazing. do that. Show her some love. Give her a follow. Khadija, thank you again so very much. And I hope that um, we can work together one of these days soon. But until then, stay well, stay healthy, and stay dancing. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs>